right? Question is, why is your sales game not double than where it is now? Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. Why sales game not double? What do you think that means? Why is your sales game not double where it is now? AK, why are your sales not 50 to 100% more in the last 12 months than they are now? If you're fairly new, get it, but ask yourself that question. Why are my sales not double or 50 to 100% higher than they are now? Very important in terms of that, that aspect. I'm gonna teach on this, and you guys ask yourself that question. You know, why are they not where they are more? Why are they not double? If I've been here, if I had a full 2021, 20, you know, look at that number. Write that number down for where my sales were, X, Y, Z, and units. Also volume, and ask myself a question, why is it not double? And be with it for a second. If you've been in here for three months or six months, right, why don't you ask yourself, why is it not double where it is? And write down that number double what it is. Write that number, whatever the double your number is, down on a piece of paper, and ask yourself, why is it not at least there? In some cases, it can be three and four and five times that. Some of you guys did pretty good, 50, 60 plus. Jeremy, 100, you know, what is it, 140 plus? 160. 160 plus, right? But ask the same question, you know, why is it not double? Where is their leverage? And there's a question, guys, I want you to look at, and it comes to a lot of different things, right? But it comes down to different reasons. We'll build that, the second piece of that. But it comes down to small disciplines, small things that we do, right? Small things that we have that pop up like this over and over and over that really come into it. But it's going to break down to, also, we talk about, with our karmic cul-de-sac. We talked about it a few times on building that in the second piece. So what happens here is we have this thing that's the status quo for a lot of us. What does the status quo mean, you think? Everything's going how it has been, right? How it's operated, how it's been going on. This is a lesson for me. Um, I've heard this 10 times, but it really made sense when I combine it with what we're talking about in terms of why my sales not double where they were as an agent. Can we also be inside sales in that piece? But we're going along, everything's good, everything's fine. Getting a couple deals going in. Right? Some pendings, decent numbers, and all of a sudden, what usually happens at some point? And there's two ways to look at this. I'm going along the status quo. Everything's fine. All of a sudden, this thing comes along. What is it we talked about a lot before? Life, chaos. Life, chaos. Force of average. Force of average. Well, that can be labeled as? Trigger. A trigger comes on. Right? Trigger could be in the form of good and bad. A trigger could be a good thing. I just got three, four deals closed this month, right? Made 30, 40,000. A lot of times that's a trigger for people to do what? Slack off, take a break, right? Could also be things where I had something bad happen. I had deals fall apart. Had something happen to my family. Had something happen to my relationship. Had something happen in any part of my life that all of a sudden a trigger comes on, which is also called, we talked about it, a great example somebody said was life. So life happens at some point. And here a lot of people, what we're seeing is something good happens. They make a ton of money in one month, two months, and all of a sudden that trigger comes along, which can be a story. It can be comfortable. Most of the thing I see is comfortable. Then all of a sudden, what, has, what happens? The things you did to get you there stopped happening. All of a sudden, there's this thing here called the drift. What does the drift do? What does that mean? Some of you have seen this before a few times, but for me it made a little more sense when I went through it 
This time, looking at the frame of, why are my sales not double? Looking back for 12 months, anybody who's been in the business 12 months, who's had a decent amount of success, why is it not more, why is it not double? Why do some sell 20 or 30, some sell 60 plus? Why do some sell 12 to 20, some sell 60 plus? There's a multiple pieces to it, right? But part of that is that consistency of being the grind every day. But what I noticed is one of the big aha's for me is that most agents here, most agents in the business anywhere, they tend to live in a loop. They live in a loop over and over and over and over again. What do you think that means? Sales, no sales, sales, no sales. Nails, sales, no sales, sales, no sales. So all of a sudden they're going along, things are good, right? Things are good. Somehow, somewhere, a trigger comes along. It could be a Tuesday meeting. Hey, I'm not going to get up, go to the meeting. I'm just going to zoom in. Even though I'm healthy, my family's healthy. Right? It could be all kinds of things like that. Or it could be, hey, you know, I'm just going to I'm, I'm answer a money phone at 12 o'clock and tell the person I'm busy all day, but I can do tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Those are the type of things we talk about that lead to these things, that lead to these things to drift. And all of a sudden here, I find myself where? The pit. What's the pit? This could be the same thing in Jeremy's scenario, doing a lot, right? You get to this certain peak, and all of a sudden the stress level gets too high. Issues get too high. I got too many appointments, too many sellers. I mean, things happen. All of a sudden, this trigger happens inside of me, and all of a sudden, where do I go? Start to drift, and so my conversion goes down, right? Then my monthly numbers all of a sudden skew very, very down. So there's different levels of triggers. Both are, some are conscious, and some are subconscious. Some are reactive, and some are some that were proactive in terms of what we do in terms of success. The very high level when you're doing 160 plus, that's going to be triggers of just the weight of carrying that much shit going on. But all of us have these triggers, both good and bad, that we're constantly having. What I'm noticing is everyone's tend to live in this loop over and over and over. And most people are stuck in their lives where they are because they're looping this pattern over and over and over again. So I come down to the bottom, right? Had some success, get some closings. I quit doing what I was doing before or something bad happened outside of my life, which I can't control. Or Russia invades Ukraine. And I'm, some, I'm obsessed with Ukraine in two weeks, and all of a sudden, what happens? I find myself drifting from doing the things that I know need to be done to keep my business going where it needs to be. Right? Because Visa or MasterCard or your mortgage, what's happening in Ukraine right now? They want their money. And so you've got to understand, understand about these things. And number one, I have to be able to do what? Identify and see triggers when they come up. And make sure I don't do what? allow myself to find the drift because what happens is, right, we tend to find that and then what, here's what they do. When they come back, what do they got to do? So then I got to fight myself to come back out the pit and where do they go? Where do you go? Get to the pit. Man, I'm going to get going again. Man, I know I'm, my bank account's getting low. My pending, this is usually the number one notifier. Is what? Say it all the time. I hear agents say it. Ryan said it. Baron said it. What do they say, Alex? You remember? Which thing? That's, that's their realization that they're in the pit a little bit. My pendings are down. Man, I got one or two pending. And you don't notice it. Why? Because you didn't notice yourself getting a drift for the past two or three weeks, two or three months, right? Put, foot off the pedal, foot off the pedal, not noticing it. Because why? We always talk about that there's a lag indicator in our business of our work we do shows up 69 days later. So the tricky thing about this loop and about the pit is the pit doesn't show up until 69 days after the trigger happened. All of a sudden you realize, I'm in this pit right now. I got to dig out. Now here's my aha moment. In this, what do most people do? At this point, what do you do? Let's walk through it. 
You mean most people here or most people in general? They could be general or here. In general, they run and they think that real estate's not for them. Well, people are successful. Let's say people have been here that, that do decent. Oh, then they come in and do the disciplines again. They get to the pit and I got to do what? Get my, my pendings back, right? Get my deals back. Get my going back in. And Mark said, I got to do what I was doing before. So what happens when they double down and go back up the hill? And where do they go? The same exact place they were before. Hence why people loop in their life over and over and over and over and over and over again because they're addicted to the loop that they're living in in terms of their patterns and their production. Say it again. They're addicted to their patterns and production in terms of what they do. So when they finally double down and realize they're in the pit, the only place they go back to is just where they were before, which is why they stay stuck in that loop no matter where they're at in that scenario. And it happens over and over and over again. And being plugged in, being a part of a meeting in that, and it's a small trigger that all of a sudden what happens? A small thing changes, small thing changes, small thing changes, small thing, a.k.a. a discipline. This becomes off, and I don't notice it or feel it, so I get right about here, and I feel the momentum shift. And so what people do in that scenario is they try to get just back to where they were. Instead of doubling down here, when the trigger happens, they ride it all the way down and find themselves addicted to that loop. And so one of the biggest reasons that people are stuck and their sales aren't double, or what they should be, right? Your sales game's not double where it should be, is a lot of times they're addicted to the loop here of this karmic cul-de-sac, right? Which, what do you think that means? Karmic cul-de-sac. We've talked about it a million times. Somebody's fairly new. What does that mean? Anybody remember? And this here is called a false lift. Why is it called a false lift, you think? Yep. And the false lift, the reason it's a false lift, because you're never actually lifting anywhere. What are you doing? Going back to where you were. And again, it can be for justifiable reasons, too. Buying a house. Right? Issues at home. Family member sick. These things can happen, but the point we all have is we all have triggers. The question is what does the person do with the trigger? And so if I can do anything as leaders to train you to do what? Understand and see the triggers and understand I cannot let myself off my disciplines or my pedal in terms of what I'm doing. Right? Because what most people do is they get here, they write it down, they realize this happens to everybody in this room over and over and over. We call it what? The real estate roller coaster. And all of a sudden, I write it down, I hit the moment here, and through that process, what happens is, and this is where the key part here is, you're going to have these feelings of anger, and a lot of times you get angry at what? Usually it starts with everything but themselves. Then they finally figure out, okay, maybe I did cause some of this in terms of what I'm doing, right? Then what happens? They have the blame piece. It's the what? It's the market. It's the leads. Right? It's the people. It's the multiple offers. It's all these things around me. It's not actually me taking my foot pedal or me not learning what I need to learn to adjust to one of the highest markets of all time. And that's where the key part comes in. And all of a sudden you find yourself in this drift. And this is when you notice that I'm in the drift right here. In terms of that, right? Then followed by that is the piece here of the guilt and the shame. What do you think that is? Taken through the process. Anybody been through it before? Done this, right? I can do this. I had it before. And all of a sudden, you go through this process. The anger, the blame. I realize in this drift, like things aren't what they used to be. All of a sudden, that vacuum starts to show up where you quit doing the work 20, 30 days prior. You can't stop the momentum that goes down. You realize, hey, look, maybe I did do something wrong here. And that loads into the, the guilt and the shame piece. 
which is a heavy weight to carry emotionally. So if I ride this loop over and over and over again, could it be that real estate's going to wear on me at some point? Yeah, right? It becomes very, very difficult to do there and to stay where I'm at. And you watch people do this over and over and over in terms of what they do in that piece. And so they fight like crazy to dig back out, to change that momentum and come back out. And ultimately, it's only a false lift because you find yourself right back here to the trigger. And guess what agents do? Over and over and over again, instead of, right, instead of changing the way I see myself and I see the world at the trigger point, what most people do is they're addicted to that old pattern of just taking the foot off the pedal. Right? I go back to where I was. And so there's going to be these pits that, they come, that come along, but if something I control, it's a whole lot different. Starts with a book and appointment at 9 a.m. On, a, on Tuesday. Right? It starts with, you know, me buying a house yesterday, missing a meeting today. Right? It starts with whatever comes up, a trigger meeting, and it's a small piece, that small commitment, that snowballs, but the problem is we don't even understand it or even see it. And so the problem with that scenario is that I don't think I'm stopping. Why? Because I have a justification in my head that's also called a trigger. And so here's the sneaky part of it. I think I'm just justifying what's going on based on a possibly justifiable reason, but it's actually a trigger who drives me here where I go down this shift, uh, the drift down to this piece where I ultimately find myself in the pit. And so add this on top of all the stress, all the problems, all the crazy people in real estate, guess where I find myself? A very tough, tough situation. What most agents do is they ride this loop over and over and over until the wheels come off at some point somewhere to life. And they can't actually get out of it. Why? Because they're addicted to the old patterns, how they work. And I'll say it again, my notes. Instead of changing the way I see myself and I see the world, I go right back to where I was every single time. And so you combine that and ask that with, hey, why are my sales game not double? And look back last year, how many times did I do this circle right here? Anybody feel it? I know a lot of people I have. If I'm brand new, it's a blessing because you can understand that, hey, look, I cannot let off in terms of this. But we are the best salespeople in the world in terms of letting ourselves have that trigger, which allows us to do it. And here's the other piece I wrote down, right? A lot of people get very comfortable in the karmic cul-de-sac. So again, they get very comfortable in the karmic cul-de-sac. What do you think that means? Yep. That's, that's how they justify it. I had, that, I had that actually in my notes here. I forgot to mention that somewhere. It's the second piece. Is most people, right, are addicted to survival. They're addicted to survival, meaning that they don't really perform until they find themselves in a place of surviving versus thriving, which goes back to the same point, right? Instead of changing the way I see myself and I see the world, I'm addicted to this piece that I can only pr provide, right, or hunt if I'm down to zero. And it's super important to do in that piece, right? And so it's a key part there in that piece. And you know what also keeps people here in this scenario? Is good or kind of good? Yeah, things aren't that bad, right? Make more money than I did before. That's the main problem we see here. People come here, they make a lot more money than they ever have, right? Make six figures, doing great, don't understand that. And all of a sudden things are really good. And all of a sudden they find themselves in this and they can't figure out why they have all this emotional turmoil inside because they're having to have this process emotionally of the anger, blame, drift, guilt, shame, and fight back out and do this, this circle here over and over and over, which is also called living in the loop. Now I have to ask myself, am I living that loop, right? Because here's the thing, the pressure is going to be on consistently. It's always going to feel the same. The only difference is the second time around the loop 
is a little more difficult. As humans, we want to look for that finish line, but we can't because we keep doing the circle here. The circle's worth it if I grow. Why? Because I see progress. If I don't grow, I don't see the progress in that piece. Does that make sense for you guys in that scenario? And so there's got to be a way where I look at what the trigger, understand that, hey, look, things are going to come along. I'll look up and have this piece here where there's a version of you that's going to level up entirely. And this is a separate drawing. I'm going to save in space here. That looks like this. We talked about, which as I go through, what am I doing? Leveling up. And so as I level up in that process, it's a much different thing because I have more problems. The pressure feels the same, but I also have this thing called progress behind me. And so as I go back through what I feel is a smaller loop, at least here, I'm not stuck in the karmic loop. I'm going up through this entire process. Does this make sense to you guys? And Jeremy, you've, you've been done very well at, at fighting through this, through all the problems and stuff. What have you seen other agents that go through that process kind of? Yeah, and part of your biggest thing is just staying consistent with it, right? Where you don't have to foot off the pedal enough for it to go backwards and go back down. I think there's a big point here. I'll find out where there's always going to be pits and things that happen in the business side. I'll find a marker that works. And it kind of looks like this in terms of there's going to be these ups and downs, right? So you have these things that happen here. But what happens in most agencies, let's say you come in, they do well, they do well, they start making 60, 70, 80, 100, 100,000, 120,000 net, 130,000 net, things here, all of a sudden they get really good. Right? And then what happens next? They think that you can go from here to here, which is the next piece of growth. You guys with me? But guess what happens? They make the jump right here. And all of a sudden, this little thing comes along. What is it called? Trigger. Trigger. And you know what happens? This is such a, it was a aha moment over and over and over. All of a sudden, they go just like this in terms of what they do. And what do they do? They ride this circle, a.k.a. a loop, that's also known here as a karmic cul-de-sac. Over and over and over. And so instead of making that jump here, Right, they constantly go back in this pit because they think, hey, I can make this jump here, but you can't. The moment that the trigger happens, the things happen, what do I gotta do? Yeah, I gotta understand it. Number one, I gotta, know, I gotta understand it and see it, right? I gotta notice that it's there and double down and say, look, I, I gotta make sure I'm here in that piece, right? That's the thing, hey, look, I got what else, XYZ going on, right? You got Tuesday meeting, right? Those are the small triggers that happen because they're not things you notice or see or not. And you ask myself, where are the triggers? I'm letting myself off the hook off all the time that's keeping me stuck here where it is. Why? Because there's a version of you that's here that looks back and is disgusted at you right now in a good way. Meaning that what? There's a way that I used to operate or used to look at myself and look back and say, man, what, what are you doing? If you're able to have this version of you that does what? Levels up lots of times. But if I'm not, if I'm not in that place here where I'm growing consistently, and I'm gonna try to make this look a little bigger, you can see it. Uh, in terms of that, I've got to get up here to what? The biggest version of me in who I am and how I operate. How I operate with discipline, consistency, my skills, my sales skills, the way I show up, all these things here have to be able to get to the next version of me. So I'm a bigger, better version in terms of what I do. Now, there's always going to be stress, though, in terms of how I get up, because guess what? There's going to be all these things that have to go that are going to be problems and triggers. But most people are able to do what? Push themselves through that in that scenario. Does that make sense for you guys in that? And so I want to understand what is happening there, what are those things, 
And as I am in layering and leveling up, what you find here is it gets wider and bigger. Wider and bigger in terms of every time I go out through this piece, there's a version of me that's here, right? Let's say this version of me is X. I go through this problem, but I'm looping here. I'm looping where? To a bigger, better version of me. Second version here is my Y. Third version of me here, right? Z. Fourth version here, A. And you see myself moving up through this process. And so here's the thing I want you guys to understand. There's two types of weight in real estate. There's always been weight of business, weight of problems, right? The problems as you get more business are going to be what? Bigger problems, but it feels the same. What most of you will do is they stay stuck in this cul-de-sac here of the loop over and over and over, experiencing the same problems over and over and over that they experienced last year and the time before that. Why? Because it always comes down to the internal game of their discipline and mindset. Where am I letting off the pedal? Where am I letting myself off the hook? Andy Priscilla calls it compromising. Where am I compromising in terms of what I can do from a result standpoint? Super, super important in that scenario. Does that make sense to you guys in that piece? And so ask yourself, what have I done last 12 months, or if you've been here less than 12 months, right? Why are your seals not 50 100% more than they are right now? February wasn't great for closing in terms of buyer's agents. I should have sent Alex this morning. Right? Why is that? Well, there's internally pieces here that we're paying the price for December, right? Parts of November, December, and how people operate, right? As a whole. And so there's always going to be that piece, but if I can do anything and, and everything as a leader to help you say, look, man, how do I not waste 60 days realizing it's happening and 60 days trying to fix it? I can help your life stay a lot more consistent in terms of having these pieces here that allow me to have much more success, but ultimately, fulfillment because the emotional toll it takes for me going through the anger, blame, the guilt, and the shame over and over and over again is what ultimately takes the long-term toll on me on the inside. Why? Because I know I could have done it. I know I could have stayed with it. And by the time most people build that muscle, right, they've gone through this pain of this looping over and over and over. So ask yourself this question right now. Where am I addicted to the loop? Where am I addicted to the loop? In terms of my patterns, how I show up, my schedule, my compromises, those are the things that are costing you. Everything's costing you, ultimately, your compromises. That's the easiest one to kill you and your business. Because I can realize this, right? And I can make this shift go back the other way and go back up here if I catch early enough. So ideally, I find myself coming here. And what can I do? Level back up to this piece here. But I've always, always, always got to understand Here's the thing. Most people don't understand the trigger. They don't see the trigger. And so if I can teach you anything is to have eyes to see. Meaning that I see the trigger when it comes up. I notice when it comes up. And I notice that there's levels to this. There's always new problems. Always new challenges. If I'm moving forward and I'm growing who I am, right, I'm going to roll through those and be growing up who I am exponentially here in this piece. And as I do that, this axis gets taller. This axis here gets wider because this is me becoming better as a salesperson, better skill sets, Right? I'm growing who I am here. This person, this version of me, looks back at this version of me and laughs. Right? Because why? I've worked on the two pieces of myself, both discipline right, and skill set, that allows me to come up here and be this version of me. The problems I have here are much bigger, much larger. The ones I used to have here don't phase me. Does that make sense here? These people have like a $2,000 problem. These people have a $20,000 problem. These people have $200,000 problems. 
And so as I grow in this scenario, I have to understand here's where I'm at, what's going on, that, that piece. But ultimately, my big aha why I shared this is that I see so many in this business, especially our business, especially people here that I care about, that are stuck in the loop over and over and over and over again. And then can't figure out why the numbers stay the same or aren't where they, they should be. Or they're at the top of the list. You guys with me on this? Very important. Second piece is going to build on this, okay? Here's the problem. This is the hardest one to understand because you can't see it. You got to make commitment today to start hunting down these triggers and identifying them. Where am I letting myself off the hook at? And I write that down right now. Where am I letting myself off the hook at?